Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. It's been a minute, ladies and gentlemen. We have had so much going on. Tim's been busy. I've been busy. It is what it is. We're here. We're back. We're going to go over everything that's happened. Some of it's old news, so bear with us. But there is one thing I want to point out and more some of the old news because it is important to me to point some stuff out. Um, but I am here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Are you sporting a Madeira Children's Hospital shirt? Yes, I am. Oh, I saw that giraffe. I knew that from the side of it. Okay, we're going to work on We're going to start trying to do live podcasts. Hopefully next week I'm going to try and figure out. I think I have the download. It's called a virtual camera where we'll load it up into my Twitch stream. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But for now, we're going to hop right into it. That So right before or right after Thanksgiving, I think, right, we, we, we didn't record Thanksgiving week because we were I was out of town. Tim was gone. So it's been basically over just about a month. And so in that time, uh, Margot Robbie did come out and she kind of confirmed, kind of said that, hey, the female-led Pirates of the Caribbean is not going anywhere. Um, I think partially it's over the... Um, it's because of the Johnny Depp results from the trial because so many people were anti-Disney on not supporting him because there was an offer on the table for him to come back as Jack Sparrow. Um, and then when all this stuff happened, they kind of bailed on it. But I will say now, they I think they did offer him. Isn't that right, Tim? They offered him something again. Like they offered him like a, a role or something, and he said no after the trial. Yeah, and there was something I, I saw it. I didn't really like look into it or click the article or anything, but there was something that was offered to him. So, yeah, and so I was just like, okay, here's the thing. It has nothing to do with the fact that it was going to be all females. It had more to do with the fact that they didn't, they weren't going to deal with um, the backlash from from the Johnny Depp stuff. So it doesn't come as a huge surprise to me. But one thing that does come as a huge surprise is basically. So Tim doesn't know this, but I, I kind of explained to him a little bit. But so. James Gunn is taking over as co-head of the DC universe. And along with that, they've gone through and they're starting to review stuff because of the merger of uh, Time Warner with um, this just like the HBO Max with the Discovery Channel and all this different stuff. They're having to go through these process of, of evaluating all future projects. One of those future projects was Wonder Woman 3 with Patty Jenkins set to direct. Now, the problem that we had was this morning it was reported, oh, they put the kibosh on it. They threw the script in a fire. Well, come to find out, like everyone's saying, oh, James Gunn needs to go away. Zack Steiner needs to, to run the DC. And turns out it wasn't really James Gunn's decision to kibosh Wonder Woman 3 script. They still want to do Wonder Woman 3. They just kiboshed the script. And the reasoning was... Apparently, the studio asked Patty Jenkins to make some changes, and they may gave her notes, and she didn't do any of that. So I don't even know how to respond to it. I wanted to bring it up because it did happen today. Today is Thursday, and it was just kind of a random thing where all of a sudden it was like, hey, this is what's happening, and it kind of got blown out of proportion. Um, but we're going to see um, we're going to see what happens happens because. Supposedly, they still want to keep doing it. 
So uh, don't take your your frustrations out on um, James Gunn. He's just a regular dude. Um, also, since we've been gone, uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever had an opening weekend haul of 181 million dollars, and it was the highest grossing November release on record. Now, one thing I do want to say, I heard it's a great movie. I haven't gotten to watch it. I've been super busy. But along the same lines, I don't know if Tim heard this. Did you see how much money Shazam? Is it Shazam? No, what is it? Yeah, it's Shazam, right? That's the one with, um, no, Black Adam. Black Adam. Black Adam is going to lose Warner Brothers $100 million. For those that don't know, Wonder Woman, I'm one uh, Black Adam. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's a, the best movie. It's so great." I heard a lot of complaints about it, but this just shows you you don't know, you don't know. A hundred million dollars it lost. It's going to lose the company. So you know, people wonder why they're reevaluating stuff. It doesn't matter if 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 me and Tim go see some movie and we tell our listeners it's the best movie ever. But it lost the people who made it two hundred million, a hundred million dollars. Do you think they're going to agree with us? No, they're going to be like, "What do we do?" Now the rumor is they are still working on possibly doing something else with the Black Adam character, um, but we're going to see what happens. Um, we did so get the it's, news. It's funny that you what? say that. I just typed it in, you know, Black Adam box office, and you know, it says all the headlines. Oh, it's tanking. It's not doing good. Uh, the Rock tweeted, um, waited to confirm with financiers before I shared this excellent hashtag Black Adam news. Our film will profit between 52 and 72 million. Fact, at almost 400 million worldwide, we're building our new franchise step by step. And then he put in parentheses, first Captain America did 370 million for the DC future. So, uh, interesting. So he's still holding yeah. on hope. He's holding on hope, but the problem is, is they don't they have their way to manipulate the numbers and right i mean i don't know what they could do to do save it but it is what it is right well and because i think well correct me if i'm wrong isn't box office just like the the movie or whatnot but then don't you have like promotional material and all of that or something you that... have you yeah you have advertising you have promotional you have um uh, like a, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't include in that. That so yeah, exactly. So and then just and I then mean, just for reference to hit it, uh, Black Panther has so far box office one point three four four uh, billion with the B, and the budget was two hundred million. So there you and go. and they actually, I think when we were gone, um, Black Panther beat beat Black Adam in the opening weekend then it did more than black adam had done its whole run so far so probably you know i'll take that with a grain of salt like we said i'm not being negative about black adam i'm not saying it has anything to do with that i think the problem we have is everyone is super negative about uh dc properties in general so and the thing is is it you know the the trailers and everything it looked good you know but I don't know I, if those I, were like all the good parts in it. And this is me coming from not, like I said, I've seen not, two, yeah. you know, 
uh, well, that's Marvel, this is DC, you know, whatever, but two of those type of universe um, movies. So, you know, take for whatever that's worth. It's a tough thing to gauge, too, because some people also kind of give a negative um, aspect to it. From what I have heard is that um, some people did complain because they're saying, oh, this is too much like the Black Panther saga. They're trying to take away from it because it's about, you know, oppression and things like that. So, you know, I don't know if some people are just, you know, over DC in general or what it could be, but um yeah yeah. who knows or i mean the other thing is is it could be um what isn't this one of the rocks first times kind of being in like the dc universe or a main superhero yes uh so and i know he's you know done some controversial things in the past or i'm sorry has said some controversial things in the past so i mean you have those people that maybe you don't want him to or to see him succeed in that type of universe um oh, being yeah. a, uh, a main character and like you said with it coming out the same time as uh, as black panther and being along the same the undertones being the same could you know go against him it's like okay rock just stick to your disney stuff and do your 17 movies a year and work out on your you know big rig weight room be be merry Kind of, yep. kind of stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, so I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not too worried because I think that The Rock has he's already said that they have plans for other stuff, and I think there is a way to recoup this by having him be. Supposedly, there's going to be a, a new Superman, uh, Man of Steel, um, with Henry Cavill. That's what the rumor is, and you know, maybe he'll be in it. We'll see. Um, right. Little rapid fire. Uh, Millie Gibson was cast as the new Doctor Who companion, which is going to be on Disney Plus. So excited to see that. Um, this one was interesting. So they used uh, Disney used de aging technology to de age Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones Five, and it it, it it's the de age him to show him. It's from when they opened the Ark, isn't it? Isn't it when the the Nazis opened the Ark? And I. <clears throat> I mean, it it could very well be. It could be. I saw the because it was the trailer. I saw it, and it shows him struggling. So I'm almost positive it's when he they're opening the ark and he's struggling because he has the Nazi uniform on. So I assume that's what it's from, and it looks fantastic. Like right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, and they could do anything. You know, it's like when um, you know. Uh, what is it? Paul Walker passed away and they had his brother stand in and they, you know, put yep. his face on him. So it's essentially kind of the same thing, um, you know, and now with the facial capture and, um, you know, face mapping and whatnot, you could kind of do anything, um, especially with computers. I mean, especially with how much footage they have of him as that character. Right, you know. right. Exactly, exactly. And they could have um, just dub it in, too. I mean, you don't really need to re-record the lines either. Just have the actor uh, voice it and match it up. Yeah, exactly. So that one was pretty awesome. Um, We did get um, Michael J. Fox received an honorary Oscar during an award ceremony. Um, I didn't see this one, though. Uh, Iconic Harry Potter star is calling it quits. Um, I don't, um, 
Oh, I think it was. Hold on, let me look it up. Really I know quick. it's I not. Rem- I know it's not Rupert Grant. <laughs> um, name. Gary Oldman. Oh yes, yes. I saw there was a thing saying that basically his he's limited. Um, <laughs> I could hear that it was Tim's wife saying, "No way." What Sorry, happened yeah, to no. We're if well. We are uh, watching the uh, the Thursday night football and the Raiders um, have just basically an extra point away from losing the game with nine seconds left. It's they Uh-oh. their defense is pretty atrocious right now. So, um, OK, but yeah. back to Gary Oldman. And he basically said he goes, I'm 65 next year, 70s around the corner. I don't want to be active when I'm 80. So. um Basically, he's hinting that he doesn't want to keep acting. So he's an amazing actor. Um, my favorite thing is people always talk about the fact that he was in Tiptoes, which is a, a movie about little people, and he played a little person. And everyone's like, I don't know how Gary Oldman got away with it, but he did playing a little person. So that's always been interesting to me. Um, so now we have so much stuff happens. Um, so... <sighs> So basically, so Bob Chappick is out at Disney and Bob Iger is back. Now, here's the thing. So Bob Chappick did two things the week before. Um, we, the week before everything happened. The first thing that happened was that he announced the hiring freeze and job cuts, which that is not surprising to me. If you know Amazon's cutting jobs, UPS, all these big companies are cutting jobs because they're expecting a recession. So it's fine by me. The next thing. Well, and I mean, and to kind of go on that point and maybe expand a little bit more is, um, yeah, expecting a recession as well. Um, The other thing that I would say kind of is a big player in that is during the pandemic, everyone um, was kind of, well, this kind of more so goes to like, Amazon or DoorDash or anything like that. Everyone was at home. Um, so they used a lot of those, uh, you know, Amazon, DoorDash, everything uh, <clears throat> a lot. So they needed to hire more people just to get stuff yep. out. Well, now people are yep. going out more. Um, so you, you know, it's supply and demand. You got to ramp it up because everyone's at home ordering it. And now it's, they're not ordering uh, as much. So you kind of have that. <clears throat> and I think with the, the hiring freeze and job cuts, uh, I, you know, on that, that kind of, you know, there for a while, they said they couldn't hire enough people. And now all of a sudden you're, you're freezing it and doing job cuts. Is there, you know, some underlining issues or are you trying to save money somewhere and, um, you know, to, to well, help and, and out for, elsewhere. For those, and for those that don't, um, know, um, a lot of people don't realize most of these job cuts are not cast members in the parks. They're going to be higher level people, maybe not executives. Maybe, you know what I mean? They're, they're going to be people that are that you would never see. So he did that. And then busy did, did Shabak Chapik said they ought to listen to audience, you know? And so everyone said, well, then why aren't you? And the next thing we know, Bob Chappick's fired. Yeah, and it was funny. I mean, it happened 
suddenly and what earlier this year he just got the three year um extension on it uh you know on his contract which was interesting on that um and then uh what was it you know and, and so it was it was a sunday night all of a sudden you hear rumblings and then boom 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 it hit the news outlets and everything yep. and it just blew up and that sunday night there was so much stuff going on in la you had the elton john farewell concert at dodger stadium you had mm-hmm. um <clears throat> sunday night game at sofi stadium um the chiefs and the um <clears throat> rams and then you had a music awards going on as well. So there was a lot of stuff going on there. And then boom, bombshell. Hey, he he gone. And the reason why it did come out the way it did was um, there's been people saying there's been some complaints. There's been a lot of stuff that like I've heard cast members like just saying how depressed they are. You know what I mean? Um, and basically, um, I want to apologize to Tim. I'm sorry, Tim, that that just happened. I just saw what happened. Um, but um, they sent out a memo to all the cast members first. And that's why Bob Iger put out a tweet, because basically he was trying to beat someone from leaking it. And then I saw the memo, and he came out guns a-blazing. And we, know, we do know that Bob Iger did not lock, like Bob Chappick. The rumor was it was because Bob Chappick bailed on – uh, Iger's farewell tour dinner thing. But um, what I will say is, is that Bob Chappick is getting a massive multi-million dollar payout. But here's what's crazy. Everyone's saying, oh, the stocks are going to be doing great. I go, listen, Bob Chappick wasn't the sole reason for all of this. I have a feeling the reason why they gave him that extension is because they knew this was going to happen. So Bob Chappick did get fired. They did say that he was not um, happy with the the reasoning. But basically, I think what they're doing is, is they're bringing Bob Iger back in and giving him three years to groom and per- basically prepare the next CEO, which I assuming is going to be Josh tomorrow. That's who I'm assuming it's going to be. Because yeah, there's that. And then what I've been seeing recently is actually um, the front runner or well, quote unquote front runner is the gal who was higher up, who pushed for traffic to get um, ousted. So, I mean, I yes. think either one of the two I'm I'm fine with. And it could be, you know, the gal goes into the CEO role and the, um, you know, Josh tomorrow goes into more, maybe like a CFO role or something like that. Um, yeah. go back to the days where they had kind of two leaders in the company, like, um, uh, Michael Eisner and, um, oh, I can't remember the other guy's name now, um, before he passed away, uh, you know, just like how Walt and Roy was, you know, Walt was the dreamer and Roy was the one that can, uh, you know, the finances and everything in, in the background, so, I mean, and and historically with the two leaders of the company have done well and with how big of a company it is, you almost kind of need that um, and have people that work well and, um, you know, kind of complement <clears throat> um, each other on it. 
So, I mean, we'll see see where it goes. Of course, the um, stock prices are going to go up. It's going to go up in general. You know, once they got rid of Chapik and hired Iger, it's going to go up no matter who Mm -hmm. they, even if they had an interim person, it's going to go up. Yeah. Um, because of just so much hatred that they they had it, and it was you know not an, at an all time low, but below a hundred bucks. So there's you know it's naturally gonna go up. So if you didn't buy it, I'm sorry. Um, Too late. So you know we'll we'll see. And the, and the other nice thing is because I haven't updated the agenda in a while is that this week um, both iger and chap i mean uh iger and tomorrow were at the parks walking around yep. and Both it was parks. funny the Both Disney um, World and Disneyland. <clears throat> yeah and it was funny that the headlines were oh they got mobbed and crowded and and all of this like well Holton, no yes was there crowds around them yeah but it's not like they got mobbed and had to be escorted out everyone was just happy to to see him back and it was nice seeing um, Iger with Damaro walking around the parks because if there was any, you know, bad blood or anything there, they wouldn't be walking around together. Nope. And I they think both look, they both look very happy. And I will say, um, I never saw any stories about Chappick walking around any park. I never saw him in the parks. No. And I, I guess from what I heard, um, you know, from other podcasts and just, um you know reading some articles is that you know quote unquote wasn't his style which um you got to get over that because people want to see you in the parks um and not uh you know kind of sneaking around or oh hey somebody's coming uh towards me a guest is coming towards me i'm just going to go backstage so i don't got to deal with them um you know you're the you're the face of the company you got to be out there no matter what but i'm sure anytime that there was a camera there he'd be front and center and oh look at uh you know this is because of you know d23 this is because of you guys this is because the cast members blah 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 but then you know you gotta you know put your boots on the ground at least walk the park and was there any time besides disneyland reopening that we saw him at the park you know? uh, I don't think so. And even at that point, that would remember the rumor that Iger and him got into it when they reopened the part. Like they were right. like, a, there, there was visible, like cast members were upset because there was yelling or something. So obviously something happened there. And the big thing for me too is who was walking around the park when they shut it all down? Josh tomorrow. He was hugging the employees. Yep. He was telling them, I'm so sorry. You know, we're going to do what we can do. And, while I know that may not be enough for some people, for me, that just shows what kind of person tomorrow was. And I'm sure if Iger was still in the loop, he would have done that too. Now, my big question is, do you think this has anything to do with the fact that uh, Iger kind of had a failed political bid? That um, after him and Biden had the falling out, that he'd be more open to coming back because he realized, you know, he was supposed to, he was on Biden's economic board. And basically, I think him and like, like a majority of the rest of the board walked out on their first meeting or second meeting because they were yeah. like, you came in here and you're saying this is what you want, but this is not what that's not going to work. We're business people. You, what you're right. suggesting is not going to work. <clears throat> right. Exactly. Um, and maybe that's going along those lines. Maybe that's why 
um, Chappick got the three-year extension because they didn't know at that point in time what Iger, you know, maybe they approached him and he says, hey, you know, I'm in the middle of this or the midterms are coming up or whatever is going on. Um, you know, give me some time here. It's like, well, okay, poop, you know, we got to do something. Let's give them a three-year extension and go from there. And then once the elections and everything passed and kind of Iger maybe reassessed or, hey, you know what, now's not the time. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, because what, did he sign a two-year, three-year? What was it? I can't remember. Three-year. It was three-year. <clears throat> three-year. So, I mean, in two years, you're going to have a presidential election. So, you know, who knows what... In, you know, he has um, in store or after, you know, or if he does go through the whole three years, kind of what's what's going on. I mean, the nice thing is, is I think he's back. He's the best person to groove whoever, whether it is um, tomorrow or the gal or both of them or, you know, who knows, or maybe they want the gal because maybe she's older and just has um you know, her background is better to lead the company and tomorrow maybe needs to, or he may switch to a lower role. Like a, like I said, like a president, vice president, and then the chick runs it for a little while. And then mm -hmm. when she leaves and tomorrow's the next one, um, in line, or like I said, both of them run it, uh, together. Oh, the guy's name is Frank, Frank Wells. Anyways, yes. um, uh, on on that, but I mean, with Iger coming back, everyone likes it. Now the thing is, is nothing. It's like a presidential election or anything like that. Nothing's going to change overnight. It's going to take time because there's stuff that was already implemented and in place from when Iger left and Chappick took over. Um, you know that was that that has been in place. Now he's, you know, <clears throat> kind of assessing some stuff with the parks and whatnot but it's not going to happen overnight because it takes time it takes money want to make sure you're going to do it right because maybe the public oh hey we don't want reservation systems or genie plus or whatever it is but what's the alternative to it and you may roll out an alternative and it may be worse or the public doesn't like it or whatever it is and then now they're going to be mad at you oh they didn't listen to us like well what do you want then? You know, it's not like we could go back to the, the days of old um, yeah. on it or you do and have no genie plus, no max pass, no nothing. Everyone stands in line. <clears throat> and you if know? you have noticed that they, they're making drastic changes to all this stuff now. So I don't right. I don't I don't know if it was one of those situations where Chappick was so heavily involved with the Disney plus stuff that he just turned a blind eye to everything else and was just like, Hey, you guys can run it, which, Hey, look, if I was in that position and I literally was one of those underlings and I handled my job well enough to become CEO of Disney, why would I not rely on my people who were in charge of the parks? You know what I mean? Right. This could, right. this That's could even, this, this could even be sabotage. How do we know that they didn't do it on purpose? Cause they wanted them out because the, the way they're saying it is that multiple people wanted them out and the only reason why he didn't get put out was because of whatever reason. What if this was a, a setup, you know? So we've kind of recapped everything that happened just because um, it's it's basically, it's it's been a lot. There's a lot that has happened. 
And um, I I am grateful for Bob Iger. And there is one thing, though. He basically has confirmed that everything that Chappick set into place right before he came in is going to happen still. Because guess what? Bob Chappick didn't make those decisions. Somebody that does the payroll, someone that did the books, made those decisions. He's the one that took the brunt of the, the problems. And that's what made me think. Maybe this is all a setup. Maybe this was a whole thing where they're like, hey, look, he can bail. We can give him this massive payout. He can go do whatever he wants. Because trust me, how many He's times have we seen feet. Have we ever times we've seen people in the news? There was the lady that ran for governor that she was the head of Google, I believe it was. And for California? She, for California. She ran for governor uh, of California. Uh, yeah, she was uh, Meg Whitman. Yes. So yeah, Meg it wasn't a, yeah, it was it was some co- yeah, computer company or something like that. She was the head, maybe it was HP or something. Well, I think so. She went, she went on to be the head of PG&E after she lost the election. Yep. And it literally, she went on to be the head of PG&E after all this stuff came out about her. So Bob Iger it's coming back is not going to affect um, uh, Chappick's, you know, role in anything. But I do think it's important to pay attention because, you know, he, you know, he, he did kind of screw up. You know what I mean? Right. Actually, you know what the funny thing is? Is you know what what Meg Whitman is doing right now? What? She's the U.S. ambassador to Kenya. Really? Yes, she is. And she was an executive in the Walt Disney Company. Yes, I did know that. Before Hmm. she went on to run the computer company, I believe. And her net worth, yes, CEO, President CEO of Hewlett Packard Enterprises, net worth $2.9 billion. 2.9 2.9 billion. Yep, with the B. Wow. She's smart. Went to Harvard. Yeah. Like you said, then ran for uh, governor of California. Yeah. Well, shoot, shoot. <laughs> Board member of Procter and Gamble and General Motors. Yeah, I think she's doing fine. Doing fine. Yeah. Um, now on to other stuff. So uh, Disney Cruise Lines are returning to in-person assembly drills. I believe they were doing them like in little small pods, or they were doing like on on the the TV screen. I believe. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, you're going to have to do something so you know what to do. <clears throat> I mean, I I think they were doing it not in person because they didn't want, you know, people to do whatever, you know, Disney, like one of the last ones to remove a lot of the restrictions. Right. Well, and you got to think about that is when you are doing those in-person drills. I mean, it's the whole boat um, on deck so you got a lot of people a small area even though you are outside but you're no 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 no. they they don't do that they don't do that no you usually go by floor well yeah but i mean it's i mean it's still a lot of people still a lot of people a lot of people yeah i guess i shouldn't say the whole boat but yeah no like you said they go go by floor but i mean you still have a lot of people out there and everyone in the hallways and everything like that so yeah i mean i guess it's good because um you know, if they didn't do anything and all of a sudden something happens, it's just going to be free for all. Yeah, exactly. So um, the Disney Fantasy cruise ship assisting in search and rescue after homemade vessel capsizes. That happens all the time. People don't really hear about it unless it's probably Disney. You know, you get these people coming from Cuba and whatnot that they try to escape these these places and then that happens. Right. Um, Drunk woman exposes her breast to guests, gets arrested after being too intoxicated to operate the Uber app at Universal Orlando. Man, Florida just hits different, man. Oh, right after that, explosive mm-hmm. diarrhea reportedly 
Texas uproar, a universal Orlando ride. <laughs> yeah, somebody, uh, they had an accident and I guess shut the ride down and they're like, oh, what is it? Somebody vomited. They're like, no, that's that's worse than that. Yeah, I mean, it would be, it'd be hard to clean all that up. Um, right. And right before we go to a sad one, this one is kind of sad. Um, but the that's what grandmas do. So those that don't remember that there's a text message a grandma sent out to the wrong kid and basically um, said, hey, Thanksgiving at my house this time. And um, he's like, you ain't my grandma. And she's like, yes, I am. And then she said a selfie and she's white. He's black. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, well, is the invitation still open? And she's like, of course. And they've done it. This is what the sixth year, I think. Yeah, I say, yeah, yeah. Sixth, seventh year. I mean, it's been going on for, for a while. For a now. while. And um, sadly, I think it was two years ago, her husband passed away from cancer, I believe. And so, um, but they still come. His girlfriend comes now, too. And it it stayed, it keeps going. Um, and the last sad news we have is uh, the passing of the actress, Christy Alley. A curse, because a Kirstie Alley. Um, she was a different cat. Um, I, I... I only knew her really from like the look who's talking because Cheers was kind of before my time. But, you know, I've seen her in Cheers and everything. Um, but I do want to, you know, she, apparently she had just found out she had cancer recently and she passed. But I wanted to he- re- relay on this amazing story from this guy on the radio. So he was talking, he posted on Facebook. I'm friends with him on Facebook and um, he works for a radio station locally to me. And um, a few years ago when we had the bad wildfires up here in Northern California that displaced, you know, you know, thousands and thousands of people, she called every radio station that would let the letter on the air in the area from all the way north down to the valley. And she was basically begging everyone to put out there where people can help to rescue and house animals who have been displaced by the fires, which I thought is a beautiful thing. And um, she had a show coming out apparently at the same time, and she had asked that they not mention it. She basically used her celebrity to do that. And so, you know, in times like these, I always feel like, you know, if something negative is going to come out about someone or they're going to say something mean or bad, you know, for whatever they did in their past, you know, I do like to, you know, promote the good things that, you know, the good things that they did. Because, you know, it's not often that you see these, you know, cool things and stuff like that. So I just wanted to, you know, bring that up just because, you know, she she was just, you know, it was was just kind of it was kind of awesome, you know. So uh, I I feel for her family, especially it kind of sucks when you, you find out like it's basically like she just found out, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't even, you know, that long. Yeah, exactly. And you know, so now the the big push is, or I shouldn't say push, but you know, it brings to light again because she had, um, uh, what she have colon cancer. So yeah, is to get pretty pretty fast. Yeah, and you know, is to get screening and make sure you know take everything serious. I mean, with you know, you should do that um with anything but it just you know once again just brings it to light is you know hey it's it could happen fast and quick and you know preventive things is the best uh best way to do it so um yeah like you said it's sad to see 
and it's it's very sad to see and um you know our thoughts and prayers are with her family and um you just hope that um the amazing stuff that she did do can give them a little bit of a uh, solace you know knowing that she did do a lot of amazing things and you know a lot of times you don't you don't get to see the awesome things that your family can do because you're busy with this or busy with that and you know it's it's one of those things so uh, i'm grateful that we in the area got to experience some of her awesomeness um yeah no exactly and before you know move on just a couple more to to note with um an actor from the original sesame street cast bob mcgrath he passed yes, away yes. and he was um the friendly music teacher bob Do- bob johnson for four decades passed away at a he was 90 um clarence giller jr probably don't know his name but if you saw him he was the uh african-american fellow in walker texas ranger and die yes. hard Yes, he was young he passed, too. Yep, he passed away. Uh, he was 66. Um, and um, lastly, uh, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac uh, passed away at 79 after a short illness. So, um, yeah, some big, big names that have passed. Um, and obviously, Christy Alley being the notable one. Oh, and I almost forgot uh, being from California, Gaylord Perry passed away as well at the yes. end of. 84, a pitcher for the um, <clears throat> San Francisco Giants yep. Hall of Famer, two-time Cy Young Award winner, uh, passed away at 84. Yeah, and I think Christy Alley was old. She was 71. I was like, man, I didn't realize she yeah. was that old. But then I was like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, based, what was it? Um, Ted Danson, you, if you look at him, you know. like, Oh, yeah, look at Ted Danson. He looks kind of old. So um, Right. Yeah, RIP to all of them, and um, we'll, you know, it's sad, it's a fact of life, and as I get older, I'm trying to come to grips with it, and it's not fun, so. Um, let us know what you think about the the general pile so far, um, a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming, let us know. Um, we're on the Disney Parks pile, this is going to be somewhat rapid fire, because some of it's just old news, we need to get through it, but um 2023 Disney hotel and ticket deals announced for members of the military. Um, for those don't, don't know, um, there are a lot of military discounts that went away during the pandemic and, um, they would like limit how many could be given out and stuff like that. Did it make sense? But, um, star Wars galactic star cruiser wins 2022 T the award. What is that? T-E-A-T-A award. It's the uh, uh, something entertainment association uh, award like when uh, uh, Star Wars. uh, What the heck is the name of the ride? Rise of the Resistance. Uh Um, That one. When that one first came out, it would win it. It's there's just big awards in the Theme Entertainment Association. There we go. Okay. Um, the awards that they give out every year, and it's always the newest, biggest thing that came out. Obviously, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser with the immersive experience and everything. That's, I mean, what else can you think of that's been big like that? And most of the time, it's, you know, a Disney thing that gets it because usually every year they're opening something up. Um, and usually when Disney doesn't do it, it's, you know, normally a universal, um, 
ride that'll that'll win it. Yeah. So, and then um, Disney officially acknowledges Genie Plus may run out. Um, they did announce a bunch of changes to it. We won't get into it because they're just literally. I mean, as we go through this, we'll see in a second. But so before that, we go to Disney Abroad. Shanghai Disney is going to begin phase reopening, which we expect because they react very strictly to COVID and then they gradually reopen. But um, so Disney World, the, the first thing they did, they raised the prices um, on the annual passes and they're still not available for purchase. They will not resume annual sales. They are allowing people to renew, though. They're not like Disneyland. They are allowing people to renew in Disney World. Um, and the one thing that's crazy is, is Disney World, You, if you, ch- if you check in your reservation to, let's say, go to Animal Kingdom, and that's where you have your afternoon reservation, but you want to go to Animal Kingdom I'm sorry, what is it? So, no. So, your, so, let's say your morning reservation is for Animal Kingdom, and then you want to go to the Magic Kingdom after one. Like, over here, um, they're going to get away, probably get rid of it in Disneyland. But you could basically bounce over. Like, if I got there at 2 o'clock and I had a reservation for California Adventure, I can go straight to Disneyland. It's after the time they set. Cal- in Disney World, if you have a pass and you make a reservation to go to Animal Kingdom – and then they say at this time you can go to Magic Kingdom. You still have to go to that park to check in before you can go to the other park. Yeah, so, you have to check in at the initial park that you yes. had it for to kind of activate it. And then then you could bounce. Exactly. And so they don't do that in California. So I think that's why they are still kind of dragging their feet on annual passes and raising prices because they still got so much people still going there. It's not like I know that the attendance didn't drop for Disneyland, but I have seen numerous posts about people who are not going and they have passes and it's starting to, you know, lessen their profit. So, um, and they're going to actually implement park specific pricing for one day, one park tickets, which actually might be a benefit to people that like to go to the parks that other people don't want to. We'll see. Um, the passes for Genie Plus and Lightning Lane have reached the new holiday high, which is, you know, typical. Uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Hot Party 2022 fully sold out, which is late because usually it sells out before Thanksgiving. So, well, remember, we have been from before, but since it, before, <laughs> usually it sells out a lot before, but um, yeah. So, they have started the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Holiday Remix, which was confirmed. Um, right before we took our break, um, it did start on November 25th, so it's kind of cool. Um, the Holiday Tree of Life Awakening returns to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, Disney finally fixed the Spaceship Earth entrance sign after six months of using Festival Menu Port. Um, nice. I think got their use awesome. out of it. Uh, Raya from Raya and the Last Dragon makes Walt Disney World debut in Disney's Adventure Friends Cavalcade. Uh, Disney discounts Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser following stagnant bookings and i heard it's a very steep discount like they're giving free days so if you wanted to think about doing that i know they're still doing it um walt disney world uh the railroad began testing new track and tunnel through tron site um guests was served rotten bread at disney restaurant okay so if that happens to you it's disney they didn't do it on purpose it's not like negligent it's bread do you know how bad fast bread can go bad, especially what they're doing? It probably came bad from the factory wherever they got it from. They're not lucky like California Adventure where they get fresh bread made there every day. 
Yeah, but I mean, I get what you're saying, but then again, I'm paying a premium price to go to any of A to be at the resort and B to take, you know, get at any of these restaurants. And usually the bread that you get is, you know, is free. So, I mean, if you don't have, you know, an expediter or whatnot checking the bread or somebody checking the bread in or, or whatnot, that, yes, I, that I, is I get true. I, you know, I do get that it happens, you know, trust me. Hey, the day, day before or the last person that served that night, the bread was fine. The next morning um, for the lunch, all of a sudden it just turned um, overnight. Yeah, you know, it could happen. I mean, how many times have you bought bagels from Costco and you get to like the last one or whatnot, or you don't put them in the freezer and all of a sudden it's like, dude, a week and it's just, it looks like he got cobwebs in there from all the freaking mold growing. So, I mean, I do True. get it, but then again, I wouldn't expect this from... A Disneyland restaurant. I I I can agree with you on that aspect of it. In that, basically, um, yeah, that is something that that would be tough to defend. I'm that's right, all I'm and say. I'm and like I said, you know, I'm not saying that hey, you know, it's happened or whatnot. But I mean, then again, and it could be, like you said, one one bread. I mean, it's something that you haven't seen i mean this is the first time i've ever seen anything on rotten or bad food um you know you don't even get see stuff of oh hi hey i got sick because you know this certain food was undercooked or um they had a seafood night and there was something you know they got a bad batch of seafood and everyone got sick or something like that i mean these things it's you know this is the first time that i've really heard about it you know, as far as any food being that that being is a bad. good point. That is a good point. I haven't heard much about um that actually happening at the parks. That is a good, very good point. Right. Or or somebody saying, "Oh, hey, I got a a finger in my chili." It's like, yeah, no, no, you didn't. Or trying to, oh, this was bad, and they say prove it, and they can't prove it. Or hey, my steak tasted uh, it was undercooked. Well, did you have to eat all of it? Then let me know. Yeah. Um, type deal there, there's so. a famous scene from a movie i'm going to tell you about after we get off live because i don't want to have to edit this but it's still on the same line so that's kind of crazy um disney world guests disney world charges guests for medical emergency at theme park um so that oh wait no that was that was a clickbait title and i forgot i should have re- looked it up before um before i put it in and it wasn't um what you thought it was you know i'm thinking oh my gosh somebody had the emergency at the park and disney's like oh hey we took care of you um, or you went to the first aid station oh now pay up it wasn't it wasn't anything like that um holy of course these articles start off with like a ooh, hunky dory um <clears throat> and so the husband and wife, Magic Kingdom, had a slight medical issue, forced to use Disney's urgent care service, and had to be shuttled over to urgent care they used for emergencies. Um, so, oh, that's what it was. So, so they had a medical emergency, like had went to Disney urgent care and had to like physically be shuttled out of the park. So Disney says, "Ooh, you missed a dining reservation. We're gonna charge you." So oh. now, so exactly. So the thing so like that does 20 think bucks. It, so like 20 it bucks. was, you know, it was, well, I mean, it's 20 bucks per person. So if that's two of them, that's 40, but say if they had more people in their party or whatnot, True. but the thing was, is so 
yes, they got charged for it because I think they like they completely missed their dining reservation. Like they didn't call or anything like that, which the last thing on my mind, if my wife is having a medical emergency is to call and get my reservation canceled, you know, and like you said, it's only 20 bucks where, you know, my wife's life could be on the line or whatnot. I think um, they did write and was like called them and talked to Disney like, hey, you could go back and look at your logs, talk to this person. He had to go to the, you know, urgent care and get shuttled out. And I'm sure they made right um, afterwards. But the title, that's what it was. Yeah, it was very clickbaity. clickbaity. Yeah, I did, I did see a cool thing about if you go into labor in the parks um the area where you get to have uh, the baby the room has actually a visual of the fireworks like it literally overlooks at disneyland wherever it's at you can see all the fireworks from where it's at so that's um, cool when we have another kid i'm gonna tell the wife we should go there when she's like 10 months pregnant and waddling and uh have to go there so um right uh next the disney guest is smashed by garbage cart and suffers injuries. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more there. Hey, and the guest got paid. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was, you know, basically they got ran over whatnot by, I mean, you see them changing the garbage carts and they have the big, big carts that they use. And sometimes they, you know, stack the bags up there, may not be able to see. Usually it's two of them, one in the front, one in the back, um, one pulling, one pushing uh, cast members. And yeah, this one, I think it's an ongoing court issue. Um, and I think Disney's trying to fight it. And the judge, I guess I shouldn't say got paid yet. It's not done. Um, but the judge says, nope, we could keep it going. So um, obviously Disney tried to get it thrown out and the judge said, nope. They got a legitimate reason, so they'll, they'll probably pay him now. Then what they'll do? Yep, they'll pay. Yeah, they'll settle out of court for an undisclosed amount. And guess who's going to get retraining? The custodian staff who empties garbage cans with those yep. carts. Yep. Uh, and lastly, for Florida, guest jumps out of the time machine vehicle to sit with animatronics aboard spaceship Earth at Epcot. What an idiot! Stay classy. Sorry, yeah. Connor. So. Uh, and now Disneyland Resort to finish it all up. Uh, Disneyland did resume Magic Key sale uh, pass sales. Um, the wait times were insane. Um, some people literally would log in right away and they were waiting for four hours, and then it ended up being sold out. So and the, yeah, um, and then yeah. they just completely shut it down. Yep, they stopped right there. Um, New Star Wars Life Day ornament is available at Disneyland Resort for $24.99. If you don't know what Life Day is, Google Life Day. It's a Star Wars thing. And they did a huge thing last year in the parks with uh, Chewie and his family because it's from the holiday special. They celebrate Life Day. Um, Hectic crowd forms around Disney's new Star Wars character. So um, they did have the Mandalorian and uh, Grogu walking around. And my favorite was... Somebody goes, Baby Yoda, and he goes, no. He stops dead in his tracks and turns around. He turns, he goes, no. His name is Grogu. And I was like, dude. And And then then he just turned right back around and started walking. I'm like, wow, whoever did that is, or wrote that into the script, that is awesome. It's good. Oh, yeah, because you knew, so people don't know. So basically what they do is, I don't, I don't know how they actually select it, but the every character that speaks has the ability to select 
different options of things to say. I don't know how it actually works. It repeats. I'm assuming it's on the gun or something like that, wired into their, um, you know, their suit. So that's how it says things. Yeah, on his, I wonder, because he's holding that detonator. So I wonder if there's buttons on that. It might be on the detonator, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, because that's what they basically do is that's why a lot of times some of the sayings don't make sense. Some of them do. My favorite videos are still when you go to Batu and you see someone, this one girl was blowing a kiss to a stormtrooper and he goes like this. I'm showing Tim. He goes, he catches it and he throws it on the ground and he stomps on it and crushes it. <laughs> and I'm like, because people don't realize when you apply to be in Batu, and I've heard it's the same thing for um, the Marvel lands, everything, it's an audition. Like you're auditioning to actually be a character in that world. So I like when they do that kind of stuff. Well, and that's why when they tell you that you are you get the job in that land or world or whatnot, it's such a big um uh not production, but they go around like on their TikTok page or Instagram page, like we were just saw recently of them, um, the ones that were on Cosmic Rewind on Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm sure they're yes. gonna do it for Tron as well. And you see people that are, you know, genuinely excited because hey, that's what I wanted to do. Because if it was just like, oh hey, I'm getting transferred to Cars Land, they're they, you know, they're not gonna be like, ooh, woohoo, you know, or put on this big show is like you said, it's it's an audition to do it. Um and they don't tell sure you and they, they don't fit the role. And what they don't tell you too is so if you audition for it and you get it, you have to basically you lose all your seniority. Your seniority is based on the area you work in. So if yep. you work in, so um, I know someone who is actually a trainer now on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, and they were offered a position in the new Batu, And they were like, no, because they have like three years seniority on that ride. Why would you give that up, you know, if you didn't want to be over there? So, <clears throat> right. I mean, sense. the only thing that I could see is like, I, you know, some cast members that when Disney California adventure opened up, obviously that's a whole new park. Um, they jump over there because they're like, Hey, it's a new park. If I get in on day one, guess what? I got seniority yeah. pretty much over everyone at obviously at that park or at that, you know, whatever land they're going into. I could kind of see that, you know, if you're doing, you know, bat two or, or something like that, where, Hey, um, you know, I'll have, uh, pretty much the highest seniority there because hey, I started on day one. But then if, you know, you have to come in and fill in a role uh, at somewhere else, well, then you don't have the seniority for, like you said, that other land that you may have to to fill in for. And I guess the kind of going back full circle, the crowds were so bad that they basically had, uh, hey, he was going to be out for maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes walking around. They're like, no, you got to go backstage because it's pretty much going to incite a riot here. Yeah, exactly. It's um, died down now if you were to go. Yeah, exactly. And we had to take a small break because the kid wanted to say goodnight to Tim. Um, the next thing we have on here, this one frustrates me because the people in this next thing got exposed after the fact. So a guest dreams crushed as Disney cast member takes lightsaber away. And and so I'm going to say is that is kind of a clickbaity title. Yes, it once is. Again. Because they got the lightsaber in the end. Right. And basically what happened was is they got a because you pick your crystal. You don't know what color it's going to be until you do it. What right. happens is if you get a green, sometimes it can malfunction and basically it goes yellow and you are not allowed to have a yellow lightsaber. That is not, that is against protocol. 
because it is not an option. And because of that, they have to replace it because it's a damaged item. They have to give you one that fully functions. So this guy tried to make a big old scene and didn't give the context until a cast member who was there exposed them on TikTok and said that was a malfunctioning handle and we had to make sure that it was properly working before it left. We're sorry that your experience was quote unquote ruined, but all you didn't get to do was the last five seconds of the turning your lightsaber on. And they actually did turn the lightsaber on, but the guy was trying to take it because he knew what was happening. He was a very frequent member of going to the parks and knew exactly what was happening and was trying to hide it from them because they knew that that's not something you can get out of the parks. So. Right. Even though there was like two or three cast members right there next to him. The yep. only thing that, that, I will say on that, and I agree with you 100% completely on that, is, and I don't know what the cast members said to him or whatnot, um, and ex- especially if they got a maintained character or whatnot, but I think these are one of the times that you could break character a little bit or kind of pull him away from the crowd and explain to him what's happening you know, in a corner whispering to him is if you just look at the video, it looks like that the cast member comes up, says something to him, grabs the lightsaber away, and it happens very quickly, grabs the lightsaber, takes it away, and walks away. Well, now, if you're, like you said, are just reading the title and read what he posted on his TikTok or whatnot, you're like, oh, wait, what the heck happened? Well, then, like I said, I wrote the, read the article, read more into it. Hey, it was a malfunctioning lightsaber. It shouldn't have turned on that color that came up. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have been that color. Like you said, malfunction. They were going to take it, uh, go back, give them a right one um, or a correct one. Uh, and like I said, I don't know if the cast member said, hey, this is a malfunctioning one. We need to take it. Like I said, it happened so fast. Um, and with how the guy was kind of trying to turn it, uh, you know, that was kind of the things like, oh, I did, you know. What did the cast member say to him? And there was another one right there because there was the main one. And then another one like a helper was right behind him. Mm-hmm. And when they took it away, you see his face like his dreams were just crushed. Like, this is my only time here. I spent this $300, whatever, to get it. And then they took it away from me. Oh, boo-hoo, woe is me. And then, like he said, then you read on and you get the the true facts and everything. Yep. Especially <clears throat> because he, the way he was acting, you could tell he was... He knew what had happened. Right, exactly. He was more bummed that he didn't get to take it out knowing what was happening than the actual, oh, home oh, wait, they just stole my lightsaber away from me and don't know what's what's going on. Um, like I said, on it, and like I said, I don't know what the, the audio was, but it seemed like, um, you know, the cast member did come up and take it, obviously, but basic, it was just kind basic, of basically, curious to see what, you know, if they did tell him or, or if they didn't need to tell him because, Oh, we know, we know you're a local yokel, you know, coming down here all the time and you knew exactly what was going on. So don't, you know, boo hoo or poo poo on it. I, I don't know, but basically, basically yeah, no, what he, happened was, is nothing was really said. Nothing was said by the main guy that grabbed it. But right. what the guy was saying was he was like, Oh, this is like, he was saying it super loud. Look at that. That's so awesome. Like, and he knew exactly what was happening. You could tell the way he was saying yeah. it. He knew what was happening. So. Yeah. No, ex- exactly. Well, you know, that's what. Yeah, it, it wasn't like you said, it wasn't like um, he was like, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, wait, what's what's going on? And then when they like 
would try to take it away from me. I'd be like, uh, no, what do you give me an explanation of why you're taking it away from me? Don't just come up and take it away from me. Um, well, uh, the way because, they did it, the way they did it was smart. They did it quick because I think they were just trying to, to right. you know, stop people from trying to make something go viral like it did. I mean, right. Yeah. 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 Didn't stop. Well, it and like enough. you said, that's the difference between, you know, a guy that knows what's going on him and me going, Oh, what? No, I just spent 300 bucks. I'm taking this thing home with me. Then it's like, well, no, we'll, you know, we'll get you a new and, one or something like this. And, like, oh, okay. And, yeah. And they had the clickbaity title saying, oh, they ruined our trip. They, they took right. my lightsaber. And I'm like, dude, they did not take your lightsaber. We know you got it because every single comment below here is saying that you got the lightsaber back. So don't act. Right. Me. Exactly. But it is cool that it did light up a completely different color than everyone else is there that you don't see. And yep. obviously it's not the first time it, that has happened. Because they knew exactly what to do and did it quickly. Yep. Um, this one, I don't know. Um, Minnie Mouse shocks guests with rude behavior and viral video. Um, I, 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 the, from what I've read about it, it was more of this little girl. I guess she pushed the little girl away, right? Something like that. I she got was, it. With being so far removed from doing this, I completely forgot. I'm pretty sure was. she like pushed the little girl away a little bit, but I think what it was is she was trying to position the girl for a photo or do something. It's another thing of TikTok that they're they blow it out of proportion. Yeah, um, I don't know that one. I could kind of see. So it was, you know, a little girl, probably two or so, because you could tell that she, you know, doesn't walk that well. I mean, walks well enough because she walked up to Minnie Mouse and was trying to get a photo with her at a photo op and you could tell the little girl and the video starts out of the little girl walking from her mom or whatnot parent to Minnie Mouse so it's not like it, it the video starts in the Picks middle of, way, of yeah. this <clears throat> but the thing is is so the kid you could see and it's a toddler wants to go up and hug Minnie you know that's that's what it wants to do so what it's going to take all what five seconds three seconds whatever it is one second so what the kid wants to do is hug Minnie. it's probably his favorite character and so Minnie's sitting there just trying to keep to turn her around to get to the picture kind of turns the kids around turns the kid around then one then the kid turns back around and wants to wants to hug Minnie, and she keeps turning it around oh. <clears throat> so it's like okay the, by the time that you actually get the kid to turn around and take the picture, if the kid would have just went up, you hugged him, uh, hugged her, him or her. I can't tell if it was looks like a girl, but I, I don't know. Um, hugged the girl, had, you know, a little intimate moment, and the kid would turn around and probably just be ecstatic to take a picture. But it was almost like, oh, hey, you're not paying me enough, just like. Uh, kind of at those cons where it's like, nope, you want a picture? Boom, boom, boom. We need to get as many people through here as we can. Um, so I could kind of see the frustration with that um, on it. So, But then you see other times, and the kids come up, they hug, they have a great interaction with them, where this has seemed like, nope, let's just get them in, get them in, get them in. So I yeah. can kind of see why the parent or whoever posted this would be a little mad at it and i wonder and we'll probably never know is you know with these videos going viral whatnot is if anything you know happened to that cast member or if anything like a memo or something was put out hey don't basically 
just a friendly reminder that, you know, we need to take time with the guests and, you know, make them feel welcome. Not, you know, not take five, 10 minutes, but 20 seconds goes a long ways. Yeah. So that's a little bit different than I thought it was. Um, (laughs) Hopefully they do some training on that one as well. Um, Next we have, there's complimentary magic key postcards available at Disneyland resort. Probably not anymore. Um, Epcot Mexico Pavilion clothing is available at Disneyland Resort. That's different. Um, right. And haven't we seen this a couple times where some um, Disney World merch ends up in Disneyland? Yeah. Merch earns up in Disneyland. And they especially had, like Epcot. They had, they had the Disney World logoed sweatshirts that were similar to the Disneyland ones, I believe, last year or mm-hmm. the year before. Yeah. Well, if you want that, go down there. Um, they had a new uh, Santa Claus photo op in downtown Disney. They also had the Avatar Way of Water merchandise coming around. They had a new holiday bucket for twelve ninety five, which wasn't selling very fast. Um, they did have new coming soon signage around the construction walls at Adventure uh, Land Treehouse. There's a new candy cane churro with peppermint bark dipping sauce. Ooh, that sounds really delicious. Um, the holiday Dole Whip Sunday returns to Disneyland. Um, they did announce that I uh, believe in holiday magic fireworks spectacular returns to Disneyland for the holidays with magic band plus interaction, um, magical snowfall returned. I did see it. It looks beautiful. And lastly, the lunar new year celebration and food and wine festival is returning in 2023 to Disney's California adventure. Um, that's a big one. Cause I know they did like, a what do they call it? It was like a downgraded version it was like a smaller version last year i think it was they did something where it was different it wasn't the same kind of food and wine festival yeah it was like an abbreviated version type deal or like you said kind of a a lower key one yeah exactly um yeah um i do want to congratulate tim on uh getting his team getting beat by a quarterback who knew his uh teammates in the plays for all of uh two days um congratulations on that one timothy uh yep no nope. that's, that's, that's <laughs> that, what happens that's, when the, you're, that's the Raider way when you're when you're a fan of the team you just go in at halftime this year and then completely just get away from you know i don't think they scored any points in the second half so hey i yeah. will hey you know what though i will say your team did the opposite against my team, the Texans. You, it was a close game until the very end. Right. No, I mean, on that case, it just shows who the better team was. But um. Oh, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> duh. My team's horrible. And I will admit that. No. Well, ours was, too, up until about three weeks ago. Um, then we get a three-game winning streak. And then in a game that we're favorited to win, and we're winning, um, we're winning 16 to nothing. I know it was sixteen to three. 16 another to three. I saw that. Yeah. <clears throat> another two six, score lead that was, was blown. It was sixteen to three. It was sixteen to three. Thirty minutes before we started the podcast. Yep. So. <laughs> no, and it took. Um, yeah. No, it was. Yeah, they tied the game, and then um, I got the ball back with, I think, less than a minute and no timeouts, and went down the field and. Scored a couple deep passes, some pass interference, and um, yeah, the Raiders got the ball back with nine seconds left and threw an interception. So, um, 
Yeah, not not good. And you didn't hear Josh Jacobs did well, and then all of a sudden they start feeding him. Didn't keep feeding him, and Devontae Adams did absolutely nothing because I think he had one or two catches. So good thing they paid all the money for him. So, but anyways, I digress. <laughs> the, the best thing that happened is the kicker. He got me um, twelve or seventeen points on fantasy. So hey, congratulations! Yeah, there you go. Yep, got more than the tight end and the uh, and Devontae Adams combined. Because the tight end got zero and Devontae Adams got seven. The guy I'm playing has the tight end, so I was kind of like, hey, congratulations. Um, uh, let me see who else he has. Because he had two people going tonight, and I saw he had seven points. So he might have had the kicker. Who was the name of the kicker? Uh, uh, Daniel. Carlson. Carlson, yeah, got him 13 points against me. I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. Hey, so just so you know, last week we don't talk sports very often, but a guy in my league had the uh, had the who, who what, what team? What no? What defense scored a bunch? Oh, Browns had the Browns defense playing. He got 38 points from the Browns defense. He still only scored 98 points and lost. Oh, that is that is bad. That is bad. Two weeks ago, I had the Buffalo's kicker, and he got me twenty three points, I believe. Mm. Well, this like, guy, oh my gosh! Oh wow, this guy yeah. thought he was smart. He had Derek Carr going with Josh Jacobs and Adams, and he only got twenty nine points with those three people. So that's horrible. And I don't see anybody else that played anyone. <clears throat> yep. Well, and um, the thing that stinks with that guy is Carr threw a pick. His very last pack pass was a pick, so that's gonna hurt. Oh um, yeah. Yep. So that'll but hurt him right there. No, but he still he still had um what twenty two points? Two. Carr had two points? Two points in our league. Who had two points? Carr, because he had two interceptions. He only threw for 137 yards. Oh, he got a total of two points. Total of two points. Good for him. Because the two interceptions, it's minus four. So he would have only gotten six points. He only had 137 yards. Yeah, and they still could have won the game because they were running it. Run, 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 run. And, yeah, with basically the Rams' third-string quarterback that, like you said, they just got two days ago and a half a day he had to fly to the across the country. Yeah, it was bad. I will bad, laugh, but I'll say I saw a meme today where it said – Hey man, the Raiders are three and zero since Derek Carr cried. Well, he's crying again tonight. <laughs> right? No, exactly. And that was a, uh, yeah. Anyways, don't get me started on that. I think it's time to <laughs> let him go. Podcast. But the thing is, they kept winning, <laughs> so they kept screwing up their draft pick. So I mean, CJ Stewart's gone. All of those higher end quarterbacks that we could have got out of the draft and done something. But the thing yeah. is, is, the Raiders have the lowest paid offensive line. So how are you going to do anything with the lowest paid offensive line? That's a tough one, how man. How are you going to do anything? I, don't, I mean, it's just like Carr's brother, David, came in, went to the Texans, as you know, expansion My, team. Most and, sacks in the season. Most you sacks know, number season, one pick yeah. overall. And you got no line. I don't care how good you are. I mean, it was – and he's not a scrambling quarterback. He's a nope. pocket quarterback. I mean, you yep. saw that at – Fresno State, hence why he went number one and, overall. And, and when he was the backup to Eli Manning, that's why he did so good with the Giants when he was the backup to Eli Manning. Because David right, Carr, a, that's what right. he does. And he got a Super Bowl ring out of it, so can't knock him for that. Nope. Nope. So and he's well, and they got a fat <laughs> mansion down in Bakersfield. So and then his other brother, the car brother that nobody knows, is 
coaches, and I think every year he's goes deep in the playoffs and in the state. I mean, it's private call. I mean, private uh, high school, so they could recruit pretty good, but still, still got to coach the kids. Well, sorry for the Raiders. Sorry to you, Timothy, but uh, uh, you're going to be saying that a lot. I, I do want to thank everyone for coming through, checking us out. It's greatly appreciated. Um, and make sure you check us all out at Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming. For the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>